Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to sportradio.com.au. And we're here at the AIS Arena in Canberra for the first home game for the Canberra Capitals, the beginning of week two, round two, in the Australian Defence Force WNBL Championships for 2008-2009. And a very special welcome to Michelle Hocking. Ready to go around for another season, Michelle? Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a very interesting season. Round one last week, saw some close games, yeah. and a couple of good wins for the Cats, and I think probably Sydney performed better than most would have thought given their new group against Adelaide defending champions. Having said that, of course Adelaide had a few players that weren't go- aren't going around this season, so I just think it's going to be an interesting season to see who comes out ready and playing well and gets a good start. There's a lot of big names missing this season and a, a lot of new faces, isn't there? There is. There's a few big names. Um, obviously, when you start looking at the group, we've got Pally Bevelacqua's retired from the Canberra Capitals, so she's not, not with us this season. Um, Sydney Veal has moved up to the new uh, new Queensland team. Good to see a Queensland team back in. So yep. uh, Sydney lost Dompkins and Veal both up to the Logan franchise. And also lost Nat Porter to Europe. Nat Porter to Europe. Uh, you know, you look at Adelaide and and they've lost Erin um, Phillips to Israel. Israel, that's Israel, right. Israel, yeah. you know. Renee Camino's so headed off to, to Karina Pastors as well. She's in France, I understand. Yep. So, you know, there's some fairly big names out of all of the teams that have... Uh, you know, either gone overseas to play, a couple of them have moved, and, um, you know, coming out of the great performance of the Opals at the uh, Olympics in Beijing, there's not too many of those girls returning, with the exception of Rowana, Rowana Cox, who's um, up there with Townsville again this year, and she just got the Female Athlete of the Year at the Deadlies. So, yeah. you know, great job. Uh, Rowana was great during the Olympic campaign. She really um, sparked the Opals off the bench and, and was a very valuable part of that entire campaign. Um, and we were lucky enough to catch one of the pre-season games between uh, Townsville and the Caps about two or three weeks ago. That's right, and yeah. And Rowie was, was still pretty white hot in that game as well. Yeah, and I mean, she's that kind of player. She can just, you know, she brings it to a game. You're in big trouble. She's um, she's dynamite and she's really doing, looks like she's doing, doing a good job for uh, Townsville in their opening game last week against Perth. Perth might have an interesting season, might, yeah. they, might be a little bit tough for him, I think, again this year. Uh, one of the new faces, well, not a new face, but returning faces is our old friend Deanna Smith back over at Perth, so it's great to see her back in the country and playing, yeah. but uh, she could have a, a hard season ahead of her. Yeah, but I think, you know, you bring a player like that into your group to be a leader and to, um, you know, a very inexperienced Perth group, they don't have a lot of... You know, a lot of money, and they don't have a lot of um, experienced franchise players. So you you get a docky back, and you expect big things from her. And and she's the type of type of player that can really you know um, bring it to the to the floor every week. And she's she's tough to stop. So big things out of her, I'd imagine. Well, I think from memory, she uh, she did exactly that. Top scored for them in both their games last weekend. So that's right. Uh, and yeah, they're obviously going to look for her to pump that out week in, week out. What about big names returning to the league this season? Christy, Christy Harrower. Bring yeah. it on. I can't wait to see her back in Australia. Playing. Yeah, there were a few nervous capitals on their trip down to uh, down to Bendigo last week. They thought that they might walk into the stadium there and, and uh, be coming up against... The Rainmaker. <laughs> the Rainmaker. Those, those three from downtown. Love to see a few of those going down this season. Not necessarily against us, but it'll be good to... I to think we'll see a lot of it. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of Harrower range. Few contract issues to be worked out. I understand with her yeah. uh, European Clearances club from from the Russian club. And Russian stuff, club, that's right. It's so going to be great to see her playing here again. That's going to be fantastic. It would. And what about the capital, Simon? What do you think? What do you think of the Cats lineup this 
I think they're looking really strong. I mean, they, uh, you know, there's not a, a whole lot of change from last season. Uh, we already mentioned Tully Bevilacqua going, and um, of course they uh, have lost. Um, Krista Hayes. Krista Hayes. Krista Hayes, of course, who, who really, like I thought last season, gave some very valuable minutes to the Capitals, um, particularly towards the end of the season. I think she yep. probably struggled a little bit early on to find her, her niche in the group. But, you know, coming down the stretch when they needed to get some of those wins, I thought Krista did some really, provided some really good um, minutes for the Caps for in sure. those games. So. Yep, but she's uh, she's moved on. We've got um, a couple of new faces as well we've got um, of course Tolo. Mariana Tolo mm. very excited about that pick up for the Caps she's going to be a, a, a big part of their future I'm sure of, of their, their present this season and of, of their future you know it's still a pretty young group you look at um, you know Natalie Hurst Tolo um, Pete Sinclair Musselwhite yeah. there's a really solid call there Michelle Musselwhite of course another big story for the Caps and really yeah, great quite, opportunity for quite her. a signing and, and brings a new element to the group as well I think she's that sort of player that you know has got a little bit of size I think she's great defensively I think people don't recognise oh, definitely. you know she, she just gets in there and she comes up with the ball or disrupts players and whatever she does and, and if you go going down the stretch and you need someone to make a big shot for you we all know that Michelle Musselwhite can do that. So yeah. I think it'll be exciting to see her in this group. And the other one that I like, because the first time I'd seen her play, Chantella Parara, who's come out of uh, Dandenong, was yeah. playing in the States, I believe, before college. that, college yeah. ball. And um, I think she's got something to show. So, you know, she might struggle a bit to get big minutes with the guard line-up and rotation that the Capitals have. But, you know, it's another good, good player to have sitting on your bench, bring in and, and give you something that you can... You know, to spark the team and change up your look. So, looking forward to the Capitals going around this season. Definitely. And, of course, tonight they're um, up against the old enemy, the old arch-rivals in Sydney. <laughs> we talked right. about some of the players that have left Sydney. They've lost Veal. Uh, they've lost um, Matt Porter and, and Michaela Donkins. They've um, picked up a couple of imports. And they lost Michelle Musselwhite, of course. And Musselwhite, Canberra. of course. That's yeah. right, yeah. So, a bit of... Uh, bit of bit of grunt there tonight. There could be some uh, some biffo. No, probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. But you're right. They've uh, they've brought some imports in. Now I saw most of the game last week, uh, the Sydney Adelaide game, and it was uh, Ronda Plummer? Price. Yeah, Plummer, Plummer and, and Ronda Price. Yeah, and look, Plummer or Plummer, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. She'd only been off the plane 48 hours. It had one training session with the group, and she looked out of sorts with the group. But you can certainly tell the girl can play. And coming, down, same, yeah. Yeah, and coming down the stretch in the last four minutes of the game, you know, uh, Plumer or Plumer, she stepped it up and, and she knocked down eight points in four minutes. So yeah. I think, you know, give them a couple of weeks, a couple more trainings under their belt and they'll bring something to the group as well. And it is a very different style of play too. From uh, A lot of these girls are coming from out of college and then playing in, in some of the professional leagues in Europe and, and Israel and, and places like that. So it is, a, it is a very different style of game that we've got. So... Um, but yeah, the Sydney team, we, we were talking about it off, off mic before, they looked done and dusted in that game last week. Um, we're able to, to pull it back and, and only go down by two in the end. So That's right, they did a great job of bringing it back. And I'd imagine, unfortunately tonight, we don't have the mobile mics to be able to do the pre-game interviews. But uh, I'd imagine that Karen Dalton would have been pretty pleased with the way that her group you know, really came back at, at Adelaide last week and stuck it to them. And 
uh, the kid who did that was Lorenzini, you know. Yeah. She really came out on the floor and she gave them something and, and in many ways she was the trigger point to get them back in that game. So, um, you know, I think Sydney will get better and better as the season wears on. Important for them, of course, will be Poto. Um, Afiaki really needs to... She was, you know, struggled with uh, injury last season and the, she really needs to be a leader in this group for the Sydney group this season and uh, hopefully she'll step it up. Consistency's always been the thing for Eva, hasn't it, really? Yeah. Through, uh, and, and as you mentioned, a lot of times it's been through injury problems and just, yeah. you know, unable to have that full season of just, you know, giving it a real tilt. And um, she's, you know, she's still young. I mean, she's yeah. been out of the AIS couple of years. Four or five years, yeah. Yeah, you know, so she's still young. And, and into the Sydney group, of course, come... Uh, Oh, who forgot? Um, Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy, and uh, Martin. Martin. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So you know they they're quality players. They've got some experience under their belt in their AIS um, stints. So I think you know they'll bring something to the Sydney group as well. Definitely, uh, you know, at various times in their short AIS careers, both of those players were really in that in that leading position there at the institute and and pulled out big games with big numbers, but. Um, Yep, the, the stage is, is slowly getting set for the first game here of the season. We might uh, send you off to, to chat with some of the coaches shortly, Michelle, but uh, we'll be back shortly with more pre-game introduction. You're listening to sportradio.com.au. Okay, we're back here at the AIS Arena for tonight's game. We just uh, witnessed a, a pretty special ceremony there as they retired the number of Tully Bevilacqua. Yeah, number 44 singlet retired now for the Canberra Capitals. Only the second singlet in history of the club to be retired. The other, of course, was Jenny Cheeseman. She was the first captain of the Canberra Capitals and, of course, she was an Australian captain and has coached in this league and played in this league. And uh, So that's a fairly special honour for Tully and um, well-deserved. You know, she had her singlet retired by Perth last year at the end of... Oh, sorry, at the end of last season, um, she spent many years with Perth in, in the WNBL and uh, before going on her European and WNBA career. So it's great, great recognition of uh, a player who really has done a lot for women's basketball in this country. Absolutely. Now she's uh, she uh, quickly zipped off the court and she's going to be doing commentating for the ABC for their coverage of the WNBL this season. So... No, uh, no rest for the wicked. No rest for the wicked. It'd be great to get some of her insights into the game. So if you're watching Definitely. the games on the ABC, uh, you know she'd be a great addition to that that coverage. Well, we're very lucky uh, here in Canberra that Tully was doing a, a Saturday article in the paper every Saturday morning, just talking about you know all the, all the little sort of off-court stuff that fans love to hear about, and some of the I guess some of the mental aspects of, of being a player at this level and. Um, yeah, we'll certainly miss those and we'll miss watching her run up and down this floor. That's right. And she, you know, it's not just the on-court presence that she brings to the game. It is the stuff that she does off the court. It is the way that she is with the fans who follow the game. She sits around for a long time after games. Yeah, always and one of the last. Always yep. one of the last to leave the gym and, you know, spends a lot of time talking with the kids. And, uh, yeah, she's a great person. Of course, she's played all over the world. She's played in Europe. She's, uh, of course, started for the, the uh, Indiana Fever in the WNBA for quite a few years now. So just a, a wealth of experience. And it's great that she's still here. She's 
you know, retired from playing, but she's still here in Canberra and still part of the Capitals program. That's right. So um, you, you're right. It's, she could have probably gone anywhere in the world that she wanted to to spend her time, but she chose to come back to Canberra. So we're very fortunate. Now you had an opportunity to catch up with uh, with Coach Graf and Coach Dalton for a, a, a short moment there. I coached Dalton for a short time because <laughs> Graffy monopolised her and, and they were having a good old chat before the game. So yeah, especially who was going to win? Well, perhaps, perhaps. Um, Graffy's you know pretty pleased with the start of the season for the Capitals. Of really ugly against Bendigo was the way she described it. But you know they backed up well. It was a tough road trip travelling from Bendigo to Melbourne to play the next day. Um, you know daylight saving creeping in there as well so you know she's pretty happy with the results from last weekend she's also you know talked a little bit about the depth that the team's got this season in the big particularly with Abby and Tolo and uh, Tracy Beattie and you know the fact that you know Natty should be a big year for Natty coming into the starting group and she said she'll probably be a little bit nervous her first home start tonight do you expect Sydney to play well? They had a pretty good result last week and, uh, you know, they've got to look after Potsy, who's their engine room. For sure. Now, the, uh, the you also mentioned you had a, a quick chat to Karen Dalton as well. I did, and uh, I did, sorry, and I didn't really get to um, go into too much detail with her other to know that she was, she was reasonably happy with last week's performance. She thought that... You know, the, their consistency uh, was not great and she put that down somewhat to youth and somewhat to the fact that their imports have only been in the country that had their first full week of training this week. So, um, you know, so it's a new group of players. There's a bit of youth in there. Um, consistency was a bit of an issue for them and they've got to improve defensively, which is something they worked on pre-season. But, um, you know, she thinks that Canberra's probably the team to beat this year. So she expects this to be a tough night. So what's your pick, Michelle? You've, uh, we've talked a lot about the new lineups, and we've had an opportunity to watch both teams in some preseason stuff and in their games last week. Yeah, look, I think that when you get down to it, the Canberra just does have too much depth. Um, not just in, you know, there's the, the te- you know, talent's one thing, but experience is another. You look at the Capitals lineup, and you've got someone like Jess Bibby coming off the bench. Uh, you know, that she just brings so much to the game, and and what have you. And then you look at you got the the kid like a Tolo coming in off the, onto the floor as well, who had a stellar season last season with the AIS, and you know, it's just players sitting there that will bring you something every time they hit the floor. And my personal opinion is that you know Abby Bishop is going to have an absolute great season. Breakout season. Oh, absolutely! You know the kids, the talent, and you know she just showed last season glimpses of it all season and you know if she can come out this year and just game in game out do that for the Caps then she'll be uh, something a force to be reckoned with and last week's performance you know I think in one of the games she had 19 points and 13 boards you know that's that's a lot to give to a game you just get the feeling that um, you know, game by game, she's she's becoming more mature. She's getting uh, more of a, a head around how it is to play and what she needs to do, what her role is. Absolutely, so, pretty and, exciting. And that's right. And I think the group as a whole is starting to understand her better as well. So you know, as that relationship grows, they're just going to get so much value out of it. And that's the thing about this Capitals lineup is they'll be able to, you know, they've got the foot speed to be able to play a real running game. But if they need to break it down in the half court and grind it out inside the paint, then they've got the bigs to be able to do that too. So they're going to be a tough outfit this year. 
We'll be back for the tip-off in just a moment. You're listening to the Australian Defence Force WNBL on sportradio.com.au. Okay, both teams are heading out onto the floor. Starters for the Capitals, Natalie Hurst, Kel Abrams, Tracy Beattie, Abby Bishop and Michelle Musselwhite. For Sydney, we've got Rhonda Price, Lindsay Plummer, Rachel Watman, Evie Afiaki and Alicia Poto. So both teams just heading to the circle now. The referees for tonight's game, Claire Stevenson, Damian Nemeth and Peter Wright quite an ask isn't it to bring a rookie player into your starting group in Watman but she's been in the States for the last three years playing in college ball in uh, and she looked pretty good last week too yeah yeah Oral Roberts University quite not not quite sure where that is Oral Roberts Natalie Hurst got the ball out on the 45 feeds it to Beattie at the point looking to feed it into Abby Bishop Abrams on the drive dishes Abrams puts it up comes up short Crashing the board, Sydney and Price. Oh, sorry, Afiaki comes up with the rebound. Now it's down to Plummer. She goes, drives in, no foul there. Abby Bishop comes away with the rebound, skips it to Hurst. Hurst brings it up through the middle. Watman's pretty tight on her defensively. She kicks it back to Tracy at the top of the key. Tracy Beatty goes right, little oh, little Lena. There's didn't get the <laughs> didn't get the basket, but there was Michelle Musselwhite doing the one percenters, crashing the board to get the offensive glass. Abrams, little no-look pass into Beattie. Back out to Bishop at the top of the key. A foot on the line. Shot's no good, but Musselwhite again with the rebound and the putback. So Michelle Musselwhite lets her old team know that she's here. That's right. Great that pressure defense from Canberra. Happy Hurst comes Bishop. up with the steal in the backcourt. Yeah, Bishop just got a hand in, and Nat Hurst was able to strip it free. She sets back, takes a three. Probably a little ill-advised with some of that yeah. nervousness that Graffy talked about. Sydney transition. now in transition. Plummer on the baseline. Puts up a shot. Just a little clip there from Abby Bishop. Probably didn't need to foul that, but Bishop picks up her first personal. Yeah, and Plummer will go to the line. It's a nice way to start a game. Step up to the foul line. Have a good, easy throws, look at the basket. Yeah. You know, ease yourself yep. into it. So, yeah. But, hey, Michelle Musselwhite, straight on the floor. Two offensive boards in the first minute of the game, you know. Hope to see some more of that throughout the year. Well, that's the kind of player she is. Yeah, I've, I've had the, uh, I wouldn't say misfortune, but when we were coaching <laughs> against her, it was misfortunate. Back in the old academy day, she, uh, her team beat uh, the team I was coaching in our uh, ABA final, and she broke her heart there. So we're hoping to see a bit more of that <laughs> for the Capitals. Flumer made both of those, so Sydney are up to, sorry, it's two all at the moment. Athiaki just. Thought the end of it was uh, a bit of a tussle there with Bishop. Bishop ended up sliding back into the basket, so the foul called on Afiaki, her first personal. Abrams with the baseline ball into Musselwhite again. Found a way through two defenders <laughs> and put up that little left-hander. Well, you know, she's got something to say to her old team here, hasn't she? <laughs> Price looks to go to the basket. Ooh, nice move. Again Looks in heavy quick. traffic there. Yeah, Price just a little spin and a little backward step. Got a nice look at it, just didn't drop. So that'll be Plummer with the ball from the baseline for Sydney. Inbounds to Poto. Poto's looking to feed it into Price. She goes into Plummer in the low block. She goes to work, unable to make it. Good D from Abby Bishop there. Just got a hand up in the shot. Forced up a not a great shot. In transition, Hurst into Bishop in the basket. Her shot doesn't go down. Afiaki with the rebound. Just a little bump there from her old teammate in Michelle <laughs> Musselwhite. Nothing too serious about that, just letting her know that uh, she's not going to be bringing the ball <laughs> up the floor 
in her new house. That's right. Zapiaki <laughs> with the ball now just inside Sydney's offensive half. Over to Plummer on the 45. She drives to the free throw, but good defence from Bishop. She has to kick it out to Watman. Watman into the post. Ooh, Price managed to pick it up. Nice shot, just didn't drop again. She's looking threatening, that's for sure. Nat Hurst in transition goes all the way, gets pulled up by defence and has to force it back out. Now it's over to Tracy Beattie into Abrams. Abrams now to Bishop, goes baseline. Nice strong move again. Well, it's a good finish from Abby. She was under quite a bit of pressure from Afiaki in, in the paint there, but she used her body well and finished strong. Poto now with the ball, swings it left outside the three to Afiaki. Caps doing a good job of just slowing down their sets. Great hands from Bishop, intercepted the pass from Poto. Hurst down to Muscle White again. Two points. Canberra's offensive transition is looking really dangerous. It certainly is, and uh, Karen, Karen Dalton wants to talk about it. Does want to talk about it, but that's one of the things that uh, Graffy mentioned at the start was she really would like the team to get out and run in the transition game. So you know that's clearly something that they're going to be looking to do. Well, not only have they run, but they've looked very slick and uh, very comfortable just running the floor because she got some some pretty good ball handlers there for the Capitals. Natalie Hurst, with you know, Graffy talked about this is her first year really officially stepping into that starting role, but plenty of people around who think she should have been there for quite a while and she <laughs> yeah. certainly got the ability to, to play at this level and play at this with that sort of ability to, to run a team like this and well, see her heavily involved in all that offensive transition so far. Her and Abrams have played together for for all of Nat's career. That's right. So uh, they've got a great understanding when they're out running the floor like that. Yeah, and I think that um, you know Sydney will just be talking about the way they need to look after look after the ball a little bit better because whilst you know they probably haven't turned it over too much, they haven't looked very comfortable or settled offensively. So no. you know, they don't seem to be getting any rhythm. So the the Canberra defence is disrupting what they want to do offensively, and uh, at the other end of the floor, whilst the Caps probably aren't shooting the ball as well as we have seen them shoot the ball, they're certainly looking pretty um, have got good flow in the offensive. So the Capitals leading 8-2, seven minutes left in the first quarter. Afiaki brings the ball into the front court for Sydney. Plummer turns on Bishop, good defence for her. Holds her out, kicks it over to, to Ronda Price. She goes to Afiaki, drives hard on Tracy Beattie. But Beattie up to the task. Muscle White comes away with the defensive rebound this time. Drives into the key but gets stopped. Pulls it out, drops it into Tracy Beattie. But she's a little push there, I think, from Plummer. But yep. they've called. Karen so Dalton wasn't particularly happy at the other end of the floor. She felt that when Plummer's move that uh, she did get a little bit of contact that wasn't called. But um, Not you know. a lot in her. The first sub for the night we see Sydney. It's uh, Sally Patochi coming in for Rhonda Price. Um, she had a great game last uh, week for Sydney and I understand she's a handball player, represented Australian handball. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Caps just moving it around. All oh. good hands there from Poto. She manages to break up that pass. Sydney come away with the ball. Watman now out on the left-hand wing. Brings it back to the 45. Musselwhite wearing her like a glove. Sorry, Capitals make their first change of the night. It's Jess Bibby coming on for Kel Abrams. So a pair of rocket guards out there now for the Capitals. Poto swings it to Apiaki just two feet above the free throw line. Misses the open shot. Musselwhite again with the rebound. That's number four, I think, so far. Hurst now drops it into the post to Bishop, just moves it around, gives herself some room, takes a step in against Apiaki. Apiaki fouls, she's looking frustrated. 
Well, she is, and that's a really tough matchup for Afiaki. You know, Abby is uh, a very strong physical. She's got very good core strength, so she's very hard to move out of the block when she's actually got herself a good position down there. And the other thing that I'm noticing about Bishop is that she's really got some great poise and patience in the block this year, and so maybe that's something she's been working on in the po in the off season to really develop. You know, just that sense about you know timing and poise in the block. So uh, nails both of a free throws. Yeah, you talked about you know showing elements of that last season, but we're really seeing a pretty smooth and comfortable player out there now. Capitals are leading 10-2, six minutes to go in the first quarter. Potocki with the ball now. She dumps it in all wild pass. Luckily, comes into Poto's hands. She forces it up against Musselwhite. Tries to go through Musselwhite and Bishop, but Musselwhite's going to pick up her second. She draws the foul, and that'll put Pops on the line, and I guess it's another, you know... Good, good for her to go to the line and just knock two down. She hasn't really had the ball in her hands terribly much in this first few minutes and that's probably something that they need to have. Coach Graff decides that might be a good opportunity to give Muss a rest and you certainly can't complain about her output. She's had six points mm. and uh, about four, four or five, four or five rebounds, we think. So, so she's, she's in everything, isn't she? Poto makes both her free throws, so it's 10-4 in favour of the Capitals. Bibby now on the right-hand side, 45, dumps it to Abrams. Got the three-guard rotation on now for the Caps. Oh, gets a pass in well caught by Tracy Beatty, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a wild pass. She had to scramble a little bit, and in doing so, ended up travelling. That's right. She just doesn't have the athleticism of a Jacko to get up there and rip that Not many in. do. Not many do, that's right. <laughs> Toto with the ball now, Nat Hurst defending her. Tochi, ooh, driving on Abrams. They're calling everything so far tonight, which, which is fine yeah. as long as they keep doing that. That's right, you know, and, and they've been consistent the players in what know. they've blown, so that's the important thing. Speedy takes a rest, and uh, Mariana Tolo comes in for her first minutes tonight. First a nice in the home crowd, yeah. absolutely. Nice little pick-up out of the AIS for the catch. Good dive from Pluma on that, but uh, Tolo tries to get the block, but uh, unsuccessful, and she'll send Plummer to the line. So Tolo steps onto the court, picks up a first personal. Yes. That was just poor communication on that ball screen there, and uh, you know Plummer recognised Tolo showing herself high very early on that, and uh, she just slipped it. And there you go, step up to the line. And Aaron Lorenzini has come on for uh, Watman, Rachel Watman. So Plummer on the line makes the first basket. That'll as you mentioned before, Michelle gives you that opportunity to get up and have a look. She's certainly been active in Sydney's offence, just hasn't had the opportunity to get to the basket now. She nails both those free throws. 5.20 left in the first quarter. Abby Bishop with the ball for Canberra at the top of the key. Abrams drives in, drops a little one baseline to Jess Bibby. That's Jess Bibby's bread and butter, just a little turnaround 15-footer. That's right. She does it so well. <laughs> Lorenzini with the ball on the right 45. Feeds it down to Price in the box. She looks to work against Bishop. Does so but can't convert. Big rebound from Maddie Hurst. Pushes it up the floor. Finds Abrams in the corner. They reverse the ball back up to the point to Bishop who drives hard. She can't make it. Oh, Tolo almost got that <laughs> rebound falling backwards. But Sydney eventually come up with it. Poto now pushes it up the floor. Patocci on the drive is pulled up by Nat Hurst. Gives it back to Poto. Poto dumps it back to Patochi. She's in the key. Oh, oh block from Mariana Tolo. Mariana stepped right in, giving away about a 
<laughs> at least half a foot. Oh, Kelly Abrams gets the ball knocked free from her hands by Poto. So Poto back in control now. 12-6 the score. Sydney just not looking very set in their offense, are they? No, they're not. Having to make stuff up, really. Canberra doing a very good job disruptively. Well, they find Plummer underneath the basket. Shot still doesn't drop for her. Unlucky. It was a bit tricky. She was right deep under the baseline. Oh, Kel Abrams ends up with the ball under the basket. She's fouled reasonably hard there by Sally Patocci, and she'll uh, end up going to the line to shoot too. That's right, and I think, uh, you know, that one of the things that is happening here for Sydney is that they're looking to go inside to their bigs, which is, is okay, but uh, I think Plummer and Afiaki are finding it difficult to match to go inside against the defensive Canberra. Bishop's got such a strong, like I said before, such a strong body, and I think defensively she's really worked on it because she did struggle with foul trouble in early on in her career, and you know, and the size of a beady, she's just got such a big hand oh, and yeah. uh, Tolo as well. So, uh, Kel Abrams uh, makes both free throws and, and then has a seat. Chantella Pereira coming on for the first time. Good defensive pressure again from Bishop and Nat Hurst forced. Uh, I think it was Shields. Kira Shields has come on for Sydney. She stepped over the baseline. There is money. Jess Bibby. Jess Bibby is a shake and bake in the 45. Right, pulls up and just knocks down that 15-footer. Pereira's come into the Canberra lineup, and uh, Kel Abrams is having a breather. Poto's the ball at the point, looking to penetrate. Comes up against some tough D. Plummer again, nice short-range oh. jump shot. Still can't make one. Just trying to grab the ball out of bounds, and Abby Bishop just dropped it over the baseline. So Patochi coming off now and Molly Lewis it's wholesale rotations on the <laughs> Sydney bench Coach Dalton looks for some solution 16-6 now the score goes high to Plummer Plummer drops it in to Shields she goes there oh Abby Bishop just wraps her up nothing doing there and then gets through the, through the defence uh, nice. that's scary stuff Tolo now under the basket first attempt no good second attempt gets another rebound Bishop comes away with it now Looks like Sydney have gone into some sort of zone here. I think it might be a, yeah, it looks like a 2 on 2 possibly zone. No, Pereira. Oh, double dribble from Pereira there. Yeah. Wow, I'll tell you what, it's pretty um, pretty daunting if you're Sydney to see Abby Bishop out putting the ball on the floor <laughs> and getting past Alicia Poto. <laughs> That's right. That was uh, Poto and Shields are trying to lock her up out of the basket. Just threw the ball out in front of her and went after it. Exactly. Lorenzini bringing the ball up for Sydney. Feeds it to Poto on the left-hand perimeter. She drives hard, pulls up short range and knocks it down. She'll be feeling good about that. She did get the eye in and, and get a score on the board. It's 16-8 now. Favour of the Capitals. Nat Hurst flicks it across to... Ooh. Flicks it over to Jess Bibby. She flicked it to the free throw line for Tracy Beatty. It didn't drop. Poto now in transition. Drives... Kicks it to Shields. Her shot is no good. Tolo with the rebound. Pereira now pushes it up the floor for the Capitals. Flicks it cross court to Nathurst. Nat's just going to slow it down. Dumps it into Tolo. Don't know where that pass went. I think it might have been a hand in it. Just Bibby says, I'll have another look. But this one doesn't drop. Up the floor quickly. Poto's pass. Second pass tonight that Poto's had picked off. Pereira all alone on the baseline. Three. 
drops it in. Sydney just not looking after the ball. No, they're not. They have to do a better job of looking after the ball because Canberra will punish you, as we can see. Oh, and Lorenzini nearly stripped by Bibby, Ooh. and uh, she comes up with the fa- comes up with the ball anyway because uh, Lorenzini was forced to, into a cross court situation, uh, recovering that when in that situation. So uh, Lorenzini lucky not to get in for the foul there. Really oh. took out Bibby. Right. So Kelly Abrams has come back on, give Nat Hurst her first rest of the night. So eight minutes there for Nat. That's a good start for her. Pereira now to Beatty. She flicks it across left to Abrams down the baseline to Bibby. She drives, dumps oh, the great p- job. Mariana Tolo draws the two defenders. Tolo all alone with a lay-in. That's right. Capitals 21, leading Sydney 8. That's right, and you know Sydney went to the zone to try and slow the Capitals down. Unfortunately, it hasn't worked for them. So little wild drive there from Lorenzini didn't drop Sydney got the offensive glass kicked it back out to an open Lorenzini Tracy Beattie now putting the ball on the floor after getting the defensive rebound kicks it wild pass from Kel Abrams we saw a little of that in the preseason didn't we uh, some, some fairly crazy passing from both teams and that one uh, heading over yeah. to Jess Bibby really had to be Lauren Jackson tries to pull that one in <laughs> she did. and uh, really didn't have a hope for Sydney now back in offence Plummer drives baseline little Lips. slip still managed to hang on to the ball eventually gets kicked out to Wartman her shot just will not drop Sydney can't buy a basket at the moment Pereira now in transition flicks it to Beattie to Abrams all alone on the 45 she no oh. in and out Wattman comes away with the rebound Sydney oh, almost passed the backboard. Wow, Sydney just in all sorts of a moment. Just need to settle things down. Poto over to Molly Lewis. Ball knocked out of bounds by Pereira. So Lewis will get the ball. 11 on the shot clock. Oh, Poto looks to drive hard, kicks it over to Shields at the. Just wow. on the foul line area, and she knocks it down. That's good. 21-10, Capitals are leading, 20 seconds to go in this first quarter. Beattie at the point with the ball to Bibby, kicks it to the corner on the right-hand side into Abram's hand. She feeds it into Beattie in the low post, back out to the point to Bibby for the long range. Ooh. Can't make it, but Tolo, Tolo comes up with the board. Pereira for the three, no good, but the Capitals on the board again through Tracy Beattie. And she draws a foul out of Kira Shields and she when goes. When you've got Tolo and Beattie under the basket, you can put those shots up and... Yeah, look, this zone really hasn't paid off for Sydney at all. I mean, they certainly were struggling in the man as well, so uh, not getting a lot of joy just trying to... I think one of the things, you know, look at this Capitals group and their scoring options, they're all over the floor. There really isn't, you know, a player in the group who can't just, you know, score when they need to. They're certainly not shy. We've seen Pereira have... I mean, she, you know, granted wide open but wasn't worried at all about taking the shot. That's right. Molly Lewis picked up her first personal. Tracy Beattie halves the free throw. So 22 to 10. Five seconds left on the clock. Poto drives in. Gets through. Kicks it out to Watman for three. Well not drop again. That's right. So quarter time. Canberra Transact Capitals 22. Are leading Sydney Flames 10. You're listening to the Australian Defence Force WNBL here on sportradio.com.au. Back now for second quarter action. Canberra Transact Capitals 22 leading Sydney Plains 10. Michelle Musselwhite with six points. Uh, we've got Abby Bishop and Jess Bibby with four points each. 
for the Capitals. For Sydney, only two scorers with four points, and that's Alicia Poto and Plummer. Lindsay Plummer. That's so, right, yeah. And uh, some of those kinds of free throws. Can I just say line. that... You know, these girls have had a pre-season, we haven't, so I'm really struggling yes, tonight. It indeed. might take us a while to get into this. <laughs> Not a problem. Poto now, oh, they're way ahead of us. She gets drives left at the 45, just pulls up at the free, at the T-way and knocks in the basket. So 22 to 12. Bibby now swings it across to Beattie. Bishop in the paint, kicks it back out to Nathurst. She has a look, drains the three. It's good out of the hand, that one, so, uh, you know, that's sweet. a good sign. Natalie Hurst. Uh, Watman bringing the ball up, kicks it to Plummer on the right-hand 45. Oh, looks to make the cross-court pass. Muscle White with the intercept. There she goes, feeds it to Hurst in transition. Back to Bibby. Great. And the foul. The <laughs> Just unselfish the stuff there. It would have been very easy for Nat Hurst to, you know, she was 10 feet from the basket, could have made a little spin, gone one-on-one there, but saw Bibby... Like a freight train coming down the lane. That's right. And uh, just drew right the defender. Nice and Jess kicked it off. <laughs> well, Nat and Jess, pretty good mates, and she knows if she gets the ball to Bibbs, it's going to go down. That's right. And subs made by Sydney Lewis, and uh, Shields are taking a rest. And, no, uh, 40 seconds in. That's right. Price and. Tochi, I think, Tochi, back, back in, that's right. Jess Bibby hits both the free throws. 28 lead for the Capitals and they're staying up in the full court extending pressure. Potts breaks it that time. Ball on the floor finds Watman right hand corner and she knocks it down. Now the shots are starting to drop for Sydney. And that happened to them last week too. They didn't shoot the ball well early in the game but coming down the stretch they started to find the hole. So well, you can bet the Capitals will be thinking of last week's game. They would have watched the tape and known That's that right. Sydney were looked well out of it in that game. Muscle White feeds it to Beattie. Back to Muscle White. She knocks it down. Eight points now for Muff. That's she's that right. kind of player, isn't she? You know, she she want to make a statement. She's bloody hard as nails. Plummer now with the ball for Sydney at the 45. Drops it to the free throw to Price. Little screen there for Plummer. She knocks down. But about five feet inside the three-point arc, so a nice long range. And it's good to see her changing it up. You know, she tried to go, you know, back to the basket moves against our bigs early in the game, tried to bang away inside. Wasn't, Wasn't quite getting yeah. it for her. She was looking, you know, making some nice moves, but not able to finish off. So she's stepping outside a bit, you know, and she knocks those down, and the girls will have to adjust the way they play her. Oh, great shake there. Bibby just absolutely flat-footed Alicia Poto and was able to get an open layup. Now, Plummer bringing the ball up for Sydney. Not quite sure that's the plan, but Patochi <laughs> Whatever now. Works. Oh, oh. Patochi just threw the ball straight in the Natalie Hurst stands. She goes one-on-one, steps through, layup. Too easy. Yeah, look, this is real danger sign for Sydney here. The Capitals are starting to just run away with this. They're leading 34-16, 7.53 to go in the second quarter. Great start for Sydney. They've you know, got 4-2 in the quarter. Oh, oh Poto just knocks down a three. That helps. That Absolutely. helps. And they, you know, a bit of a settler for them, but they've got to do a better job. Nat Hurst now with the ball, swings it left to Muscle White into Beattie. Not a lot in there, so she goes to work. Steps through. Great job. Crazy. Easy. When you're that tall, you just know, you know, I mean, she's the tallest player for Sydney. It's going to be Plummer, and she's probably given away about five or six inches to Tracy Beatty. So take advantage. Get in close. Well, there's that passing from Sydney. It's just not good. Yeah, Canberra are really getting up in the lanes, and they're making it um, difficult for entry passes from uh, Sydney to get into their offense. 
Watman goes to work against Hurst. Can't make it. Benny comes up with the board. Hurst is pushing it on the floor, pushing it down the floor. Pulls up just outside the key and uh, unable to make it. And that's Price with the board there. Price comes up with the board. Potts looking to bring the ball up the floor. Bibby's putting her under some pressure. Looking to go to work. Penetrates, kicks it out to Watman on the 45. Through to Plummer. They're really looking quite stifled offensively here. Potts is forced to take the long-range three, and it pays off. As you <laughs> said before, down. Michelle, whatever works. Whatever works, that's right. 36-22, so they're hanging in there, Sydney. Capitals looked like they were going to just pull away, but uh, Sydney's couple of big threes from Alicia Poto has uh, stemmed the damage. <laughs> Muscle White pulls up short range, jump shot, and she knocks it down. And she's missed tonight. Ten no. points. No, Time out right. called by Sydney. Because there's another game on tonight over in Adelaide. The Lightning are hosting the Bendigo Spirit. And with two minutes 55 remaining in the first half, Adelaide leading 46 to 32. Now tell me, does it look like uh, we've got a Christy Harrow playing in that game or not? Uh, not off the stats. We'll have to check the box score. Jess Foley with 20 points. Uh, so far she's going to have one of those seasons. So really looking forward to uh, to seeing her having a standout season. Just got the stats through for this game here. If you look at Muscle White, three from three from the field. She's shooting 100% from the field. Uh, she's got, let's see five boards and she had most of those in the first quarter and you know she's according to this um, oh, where are we so she played four minutes in that first quarter I was say she really only played she that's came right. out before the halfway mark in that quarter and is leading all scorers so exactly that's sorry no Poto is leading all the scorers at the moment after a few three pointers Poto had four points at the quarter break she's now got 12 look at the shooting percentage for Sydney in that first quarter two, two of from 18 wow uh, we've lost the feed from Adelaide again, having a, some net problems, but we'll try to get a box score back up and find out if the mystery Harrower girl is playing. Score back now. Kelly Wilson top scoring for Bendigo so far in that game with 11 points. Afiaki with the ball, hands it off to Poto in the point. Capitals have gone back to their starting lineup. Bishop matched up on Plummer. Afiaki and Beatty kicks it across the few ball screens happening there. Poto bends off of it, kicks it back to Afiaki. She hits the three. Well, she knocks down the three. Sydney going to try to get it done from outside. That's a third three this uh, in four minutes of play. So They're Improving their shooting percentage rapidly. Hurst is the ball on the perimeter. Kicks it to Bishop at the top of the key. Takes the shot. Unable to make it, but uh, Muscle White got a hand to that rebound. Knocked it out of bounds, so it'll be a Sydney ball. So Watman now deep in there. Sydney backcourt just flicks it up to Plummer. She's forced to turn and run with it. Afiaki now. The, the, the ball Kelly up. Capitals are, is yeah, really all over Poto. All over Poto. They're not going to let any more of those threes go up. For sure. Plummer now shakes, goes right. Nice spin, nice spin move against Bishop. Just enough to give herself some room, and she knocks down the shot. And Only 11-point lead now for the Capitals. That's right. They've done a good job. You know, a couple of threes, and they've got themselves back into this. And, uh, oh, Abrams is left oh, all nice. alone under the basket. Yeah, they're still having trouble defensively, Sydney. That almost like they can't decide what they want to play. Yeah, look, they just don't look well organised in that zone that they're playing there. And Abrams, you know, was able to just step in there and found the hole. And she did a good job because she had Afiaki and Plummer come running at her and 
bit of a size mismatch. Yeah, but she uh, got them in the air and unable to make the foul shot, unfortunately. Nikita Lee Martin on for the Sydney for the first time tonight. Apiaki drives into the key, drives on Beatty. Not a lot there, but she's called for the foul. Well, they've been blowing everything, so they're staying consistent. Canberra called a timeout this time, so Graffy, you know, wants to talk about it, and fair enough. The Sydney group have got themselves, you know, back to a, to 14, a 13 point game, sorry. Capitals are leading 40 27 with 4.57 to go in this uh, second quarter. So, um, you know, too many open looks, I suppose, for Sydney now, and they've really just got to step up their defence and uh, make them earn them like they did early on in this game. Well, I've noticed one thing so far this season, and when we do, we saw a lot of it in the preseason, and you can be forgiven for. Uh, seeing it there but some big scores Michelle so far yeah a lot of scores in the 80s and 90s yeah and I I mean you a lot of those big scores were against Perth um, so you know I don't need to yeah tonight the Capitals are looking at they're and looking at a 100 point game well, at the moment that's true they are that's exactly right so you know what does that mean does that mean that it's just early in the season and you know teams haven't as yet really you know, defensively got their units working properly or I don't know what it means but um, certainly I wouldn't expect to see it sustained for the entire season. We're used to those grand finals that are, you know, we're oh, stoked when teams score 60 points. Right. <laughs> They're just a defensive grind for an hour and a half. Afiaki's on the line. Misses it, yeah. rattles it out. Steps up to the line for her second. Nails that one. Beatty baseline. Puts the ball into Nappers. She brings it up. Right hand wing. Watman defending her. Just trying to control traffic. Goes through to Beatty. Yeah. Ooh, drops it at Abby Bishop's knees, but she still managed to pick it up. She kicks it out to Hurst. Hurst swings it over to Musselwhite. She drives baseline where she's so dangerous. A little, little runner. runner. That was reminiscent of the young Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Showing my age there, but great move from Muscle White. Watman now with the ball, dumps it into Afiaki. She drops it, goes right. Offensive foul. Kel Abrams just saw her coming down the lane. That's right. Afiaki certainly beat Speedy on that first and drove hard, but uh, you know, Kelly Abrams found the spot, got there early, and uh, took the charge. So. That's third personal for Afiaki too, so that hurts, tough night it? of the office yeah. for her so far. Her third, and then you look at like Plummer, they're other big, and she's sitting on two. Mind you, she's been sitting on those two for a while, so. which is partly probably why they've been forced into this zone as well, because they really were struggling. Starting to get a little, little messy at both ends now. Both teams getting desperate in defence. Nat Hurst puts up the three. It's just long, but Abby Bishop comes away with the offensive rebound. Let's see that offensive rebound count at halftime <laughs> for the Capitals. They've racked up a lot of them so far. Abrams swings it down to Hurst. She brings it back to the 45. Back over to Abrams at the opposite 45. Bishop now is going to go into the key. Loses control. Wrestles with Afiaki and Lift it's ball. a jump ball. So the arrow heading in the direction of the Capitals. So it'll be possession for Canberra. They'll get a new... No, not a new 
24 because they had possession before the contest, so only four seconds left. Bishop turns, shoots for three, almost drops it. That's another massive part of Abby Bishop's game is that she's got a really nice outside shot. She has, and that makes her very tough to defend. She can go and bang away in the block again. She should step outside on the perimeter, and she's not shy to put the ball on the floor and penetrate either. So, you know, versatility, it's, it's good to have. Abby, oh, offensive foul. Mariana Tolo this time manages to get across in front of a driving plumber. Yeah. She picks up her third personal too. That's going to hurt Sydney. I think they just called that she uh, raised the armbar on that that occasion. Could be a translation in in different styles, Northern Hemisphere versus Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, and look, that, that's trouble for Sydney because that's her third foul as well and there's still three and a half minutes to go in this quarter. Um, so, you know, they've got Asiaki sitting on three and they've got Plummer sitting on three and that's really their size and, you know, they're sticking in this zone and, uh, you know, Canberra's got some big girls in there and they just pump it in there right like that. Oh, wow. Who, uh, didn't make it, but... Tolo, I think, called for the foul yeah, there, but on the rebounding Patochi just dragged down Abby Bishop. It's starting to all happen. They're a bit of frustrated girls out there, so the Whatman really now. down, hasn't it? Absolutely. Not, not at the pace it was. Patochi now just drops it into Poto. Nat Hurst wearing her like a glove. Just keeping an eye on that three. They've really slowed down that outside shooting, but Poto finds a way. Drives into just below the free throw line. Her own little runner. Yeah, Two points. Carrying a lot of the uh, burden of responsibility at the moment. Bishop goes to work inside against Price and knocks just it down. Just scores at will, really. Yeah, and you know, if the Sydney are going to stay in this zone, then they really need to find a way to put more pressure on the players on the perimeter so that they cannot make those kind of early, easy entry passes into the bigs. Because whilst at the moment Canberra's not converting terribly well, once they start doing that, it's uh, a tough night at the office. Absolutely. Poto now with the ball for Sydney, just trying to clear out, going, so she's running flat. Wants to take Abby Bishop on, get herself some space. Bishop does a good job. Poto's little finger roll doesn't drop. Nat Hurst now in transition. Takes on Patochi. Puts the shot up and it drops. That's a nice one. Penetrated hard. I think it was actually Molly Lewis that uh, she took on there. Sorry, it was. Yep, yeah, Molly, Molly Lewis. Lewis and uh, nice little fadeaway jump for fade into the corner. That was half underneath the basket going yeah, out towards the baseline when yeah. she put that shot up. So yeah, the basket's good. Oh, Misses the free throw, but Abby Bishop. Oh! Abby Bishop got dragged down again. But Watman, I think, came off second best. Got a yeah, finger in the eye. She's struggling. She Bishop struggling now goes in, there. kicks it out to Bibby. It's really five on four at the moment. Watman is in trouble. Bibby, like, penetrated hard and found uh, Tolo cutting to the basket. But, you know, on some occasions you've got to take your own, I think. And that was probably one of them, you know. When you're five foot from basket, it's not much point passing it to someone who's four foot to the, you know, and under a bit more pressure. So, yeah. um, you know. Ten seconds on the shot clock would be baseline ball. Muscle White will kick it in. Picks it up high to Nat Hurst. So they run their set out to Bibby. She's wide open, about five feet out. Almost got it. Nat Hurst and Alicia Poto there going for the rebound. Poto's got a bit to say. She's not happy with some of the uh, effort being put in by her teammates. 
Let's try. I mean, she's going to have a tough night. You can rotate her, Bibi, Pereira and Abrams on her defensively. So it's going to be Make a very... Make her it all night, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hodel's the ball in her hands on the perimeter. Feeds it to Price in the low box on the right-hand side. She goes up against Polo. Can't make it. Bishop with a board. Nice pass from Abby Bishop. on the run. Oh, just Bibi found herself one on four. That's right. Kicks Managed it out to, to her. Out. Back to Bibi at the point. Looking to feed it inside. Goes to Muscle White on the perimeter. Back to Bishop. She puts it on the floor, and there you go. That's that penetration we talked about. Nice, easy layup. Makes it She's certainly got it all at the moment. She has. 48-30. Capitals lead. One minute, 15 to go in the second quarter. Lewis. Lewis now with the ball outside the 45 to Sydney. It's forced back. Matocci dumps it to Lorenzini. She wants to screen, but uh, has to advertise the fact. Gets around through, dumps bad pass down into Price. Price is on the baseline. Poto with the runner. Oh, rattles around but doesn't drop. Nat Hurst now in offensive transition. Beautiful pass to Tolo. Tolo misses the rebound. Misses the shot, gets the rebound. Pulls it back out. Bishop to Hurst. She dribbles to the free throw line. Pulls it back around. Kicks it out to wide open Jess Bibby. Three points. Uh, I think that uh, Sydney now really has to do something different because at this point in time, Canberra, it's a bit of a clinic really, isn't it? You know, they're not yeah. converting their shots probably at the rate they want to, but the shots that they're getting are all good shots and they're uh, well ex- they're executing very well offensively. Sydney getting the uh, full court pressure at the moment. Pereira back on for Sydney. Oh, Abby Bishop... Just the lean in on Patochi. I think that'll be Bishop's second. That's good. You did mention she had last season. She did have trouble with fouling. But uh, only a second for the night with 22 seconds left in the second quarter. Very acceptable. <laughs> Poto now tries to go out. Got Bishop and Tolo on her. Patochi can close out. Molly Lewis shoots. Doesn't drop. Bishop in transition again. Kicks it through. Oh, Poto read it like a book. Shut her down. And Pereira, just a little reach in there, and Lorenzini in transition fouls her. No bonus situation, so Sydney will get it from the halfway line with 3.3 seconds left. Lorenzini wanted to go on with it. That's right. Still going on with Pereira. She gets spoken to by the referee. Just to right cool things Hang on, down. <laughs> Bishop kicks it out to Shields. I don't think Shields knew where the clock was. Hail Mary from Poto and half time. The Canberra Transact Capitals 51 are leading the Sydney Flames 30. We've got uh, Muscle White with 12, Jess Bibby with 12 for Canberra. For Sydney, it's a lone hand essentially. Alicia Poto with 14 points and Plummer with 8 and not a lot else from any of the other Sydney players. So it's half time here at the AOS Arena. You're listening to the Defence Force WNBL and we'll be back after the half time break. Here we are back, ready for the second half. Canberra Transact Capitals 51, leading Sydney 30. Michelle's had a look at the stats. What's uh, really standing out there? Uh, look, I mean, clearly, if you look at a couple of things, uh, Capitals are actually smashing uh, Sydney on the board. 26 to 13. Ouch. Uh, 9 to 1 on the offensive board count. Points in the paint, 28 to 8 in points in the paint. Points off the bench, 17 to 2. Uh, Michelle Musselwhite sitting out there with 6 to 
six from six in the field, still sitting at 100%, so she hasn't... Uh, Got tough shots in that, in that six yeah, and six exactly. too. And just finished shooting five from eight, and uh, Capitals are shooting at 49%, and uh, Sydney's shooting at 31%. So I think that pretty much says it all. I guess the only other thing that you'd say that's important about the stat sheet is that um, Sydney's got some foul problems with Apiaki sitting on three, and Plummer sitting on three as well. Over to Adelaide to that uh, half time score. Adelaide 54 leading the Spirit 36. No Christy Harrower. No Christy Harrower. No, not playing there tonight. Foley leading all scorers with 23. And uh, for Bendigo, Kelly Wilson with 11. Eleanor Harring with 10. Good to see Eleanor Harring getting a starting gig and putting up some minutes. She's always shown that potential. I think she's been one of the sort of more underrated players in the league. Absolutely. It was always right. pretty exciting when she was at the AIS. True, that's, that's very true. So, and you know, I hope that um, Sydney can, in this second half, start to. I mean, they certainly showed. Cadbury would have talked about the fact that you know, against Adelaide last week, Sydney were down by a fair bit at half time. I, top of my head, I can't remember what the half time score was, but it was certainly double digits. And uh, you know, 21 points up, Capitals at half time. You can't rest on your laurels there. You still have to go out and make sure that particularly at the start of the, of the half that you come out hard and ready to play and that you continue on with the job and I'm sure that at half time that Karen Dalton would have been talking to her girls about uh, what they need to do to make sure that they stem the flow so to speak so uh, they'll be looking for another repeat from last of last week where they came out. And, and we saw Sydney really make a run early in that um, early in that second quarter but um, Capitals just seem to be able to adjust and absorb it and then shut it down essentially. Well that's right, you know, they did make a run but it was the hard way to do it in that they were knocking down some big threes, Hono was knocking down some big threes for them and uh, if that starts to dry up they weren't actually getting into their offence and executing their offence so you know if you stop knocking down and nailing those big ones and you haven't got anything else happening offensively it's hard to, to continue the momentum so um, you know and I think you know, I know Sydney were struggling man-to-man defensively, but they really didn't, with that uh, zone, didn't, you know, make any difference for them. So, anyway, we're about to get underway. Capitals are coming out. Starting five lineup is Hurst, Abrams, Musselwhite, Bishop and Beatty. Uh, and... The Sydney Apiaki, Shields, Plummer, Watman and Poto. Get the game underway. Into Apiaki. Wadman gets it back. Brings it middle. Nat Hurst. Half court pressure all the way up on Apiaki now. Looking to get it in. Over to Shields at the baseline. Back to Apiaki. She drives in. Knocks down Musselwhite. No foul call. Apiaki from about the free throw line. This shot doesn't go. Kira Shields knocked it free from Tracy Beattie, but unfortunately over the baseline, so it'll be a Capitals ball. Nat Hurst now bringing the ball up, looking pretty comfortable against Watman. Look at the way the Capitals get into their offensive set. You know, it's quite clinical, and they're getting some easy entry passes. Ball goes out to Abby, B- uh, sorry, uh, Kelly Abrams, feeds oh. it back to Beattie. Misses the layup, but Bishop cleans Don't up. Don't go gadget arm there from Bishop. That's right. Knocks it down. Capitals extend their lead. 53-20. Oh, Poto turns the ball over in the good hands of Abrams. Oh. 
payback. She gets it back. Abrams got it back, but then Bianchi almost threw it away again. <laughs> wow. Feeds it to Plummer. Plummer goes into Afiaki in the paint against uh, Muscle White. She makes the two. Long time nice since move. we've seen her hit the scoreboard. Hurst brings the ball up the floor. Kicks to Abrams on the 45. Feeds down to Beattie in the post on the right. Out to Bishop across to Hurst. Drives hard. Ball comes off of her foot. And it'll be a Sydney ball from the baseline. Patokji comes back in for Sydney. Um, Afiaki coming off She's looking injured yeah, She's looking injured That'll be a big blow for her She's just taking a little jog She might have strained something there She looked looked slow coming back up the court After that drive where she scored Plummer now going into the paint Against Bishop nice move. Good strong move to the basket Bishop Fowler Her third personal now for Abby that's right, and I think Plummer to me looks like a player who will be um, really quite a good player in this league, but just needs a little bit of time to adjust to the style of game that we play here and to get used to her teammates and for her teammates to get used to being able to play with her because she's, when she's had the ball in her hand, she's looked quite good, you know. She's been quite unlucky tonight too. She's had some good looks that just haven't yeah. dropped. So Yeah, um, and I did like the way she adjusted when she was going inside early and was getting bumped around and not able to really get clean shots off. She stepped outside a bit and started to look... Try to find another way. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So, um, Abrams with the ball on the 45. Back out to Bishop at the point. Looking to reverse a nice backdoor court cut from that Hurst and uh, knocked down the two on a step back. A little bit of rearranging step yeah. there and just gave herself a little bit more room. Capitals leading 55-33. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Inside to Shields who goes to work against Speedy. Nice little oh, move, knocks it down. It's a big ass to shoot one over the top of Tracy Beatty, so she did that well. Nat Hurst now at the 45, just slips it back to Bishop. Wide open for three, nails it. Happy Bishop has all the answers tonight. She moves out to 13 points for the game. Capitals now leading 58-35. Shields is looking in trouble with the ball, but she manages to dish it off to Plummer. Is that the three-point line? She takes it, unable to make it. They all fly for the rebound, and it's come off a Canberra hand, so it'll be a sticky ball from the baseline. It was. Muscle-wide, Poto, Abrams. AFL's over, girls. Come on, this is basketball. Poto with the ball on the baseline, 24 on the clock to Sydney. Oh, Watman with a backdoor cut, but uh, runs into a big Tracy Beattie block. Quick shot there from Poto. Muscle-wide again with a hand, knocks it baseline so it'll be Sydney ball again new 24 for plenty of time to see what they run Plummer with the ball from the from the baseline gets it into Watman's hands at the top of the key down to Poto tries to give herself some room but Kel Abrams there Plummer now drives in against Bishop nice little spin shot spin move yeah she's shown that a couple of times tonight mm. doesn't drop Beatty with the rebound Pereira in transition to muscle white she drives baseline gets bumped out of bounds puts a foot out of bounds so it's a turnover and it'll be Sydney's ball from the baseline yeah a few sloppy turnovers you know in this game I guess you expect that it's only round two um, you know and so girls are making some mistakes that I'm sure they won't be making coming down the stretch of the season towards finals Hodo with a dump into Shields and she knocks it down. 
she's, you know, doing some good stuff out there, Kira Shields, and she's getting the opportunity, so that's good to see. She's a young player, young Canberra girl, in fact, so... Uh, Crazy pass there from Pereira, knuckly kicked out of bounds by one of the Sydney girls. Tolo coming on for Tracy Beattie. Anticipation rises in the crowd, a bit of a buzz. Tolo hits the floor. Abrams now out to Pereira, back to Kel Abrams. She drives into the key, dumps oh. it to Tolo. Wasn't ready for it. Yeah. It was a nice pass, actually, and uh, she acknowledges that with a good vision and good feed from Kelly Abrams. It's all part of getting to used to playing with, the, with your guards and That's knowing right. what they're capable of, what they'll throw at you. Wattman now with the ball for Sydney, gets it to Plummer at the top of the key. And then, of course, over to Poto. She tries to give herself some room. Abby Bishop oh, up and yeah, not good. Peter Sinclair coming on for the Capitals gives Bishop a rest. So, and you forget about the players like a Sinclair who can give Another you another really one of the most underrated in the league, I reckon. Yeah, she can. She gives great minutes. You know, she knows what her role is. She understands. I'm not going to be a big minute player, but when I'm out there, I've got a job to do, and and she does it very well. Watman drives to the free throw line, gets some space and knocks down the two, 58-39 now, the Capitals up by 19, six minutes left in this third quarter. Calabrams with the ball, drives right, kicks it back out to Pereira, over to Musselwhite, Musselwhite goes baseline, puts it up, now what happens there, the shot didn't drop but she's fouled, does that count as a missed shot? Uh, no, if, she's, if they send it, it to the line, if they send it to the line, it doesn't count as a mission. Keeps the 100% going. 100% is <laughs> still, still there. I wasn't sure if they were going to call it um, after the shot, perhaps, but no. And she was still in the air, so therefore. And she knocked that one down. Made the second. Get the feeling Capitals haven't got their strongest guard rotation on at the moment. And just as I say, that Nathurst goes mm-hmm. to the line to the bench to come back in. Sydney now with the ball again. Poto, ooh, oh. just a little slip there. Coughed it up and now Kel Abrams flicks it forward to Musselwhite in the open court. Oh, she misses she finally. A layup. <laughs> got, got, yeah, got a little too far in under the basket. I think, tried to get a bit too it's cute there. blemish on the stat sheet now. Oh, well, still a great opening home game for her. And a lot of traffic in there and the foul's been called. It was called early on Shields against... Uh, Polo in the paint, so it'll be a baseline ball for Canberra. And Natalie Hurst subs back in. Kel Abrams takes a breather. We've got Molly Lewis coming in for Sydney, and Shields will uh, step off the floor. She's given them some good minutes for that that period of time there. So. We haven't seen Afiaki come, come back. back. In fact, I can't see her at all. So she might be in the rooms getting some treatment. Uh, Rhonda Price sitting down as well. Nathurst with the three. Just another little shimmy. Gave herself some room. Capitals open it out to 24 points now. 63 plays 39. With five minutes left in the third quarter. Plummer out to Watman. Got Pereira with a poto. Just finds some space. Flicks a nice pass out to Lewis. Short arms the shot. And come. another rebound. Oh, oh wow. Unfortunately, uh, Wild pass which goes out of bounds. It's almost so a collision there between Lewis and mm. Musselwhite, and Lewis sort of spun around and looked like she might have got a, a knee to the face and it completely accidental, but just got wrapped yeah. up in that collision. I think Mus was sort of half thinking about 
but the shoe was all right. <laughs> Threw the ball completely out of bounds there. So. Okay. And you're right, Simon. Akiaki hasn't come back to the bench at all. She's gone into the rooms, we assume, for treatment. And, uh, you know, Sydney have got to back up tomorrow night against the AIS, so they will yep. be hoping that she can, uh, you know, come out and at least play, or well, hopefully some more in this game, and if not, at least tomorrow night. Dubious travel call there on Patachi. Looked good from here, but uh, we're a good 50 feet away from where the referee that's is. Right. So. The referee was right on top of that yep. one, and they've got the whistle, so in the end, that's, that's all right. that matters. That's right. Pereira <laughs> now flicks it over to Hurst. Swings it round through Sinclair. Oh, nice Muscle White. Oh, Sinclair deep under the basket. Capitals passing, just getting a little crazy. Nat Hurst now drives baseline, little pull up. Rattles over, no good. It's, you know, Pereira. They're looking unsettled offensively now, Canberra, but look at the group that they've got on the floor. It's a, not a combination that we'd be used to playing together. We've got Hurst, Pereira, Tolo, Sinclair and Musselwhite. So they have three of the new players, that's plus right. uh, Sinclair and Nat Hurst. So Jess Bibby stepping up to the substitution bench, so we'll see her come on, I'm guessing, for Pereira. Great defence by Canberra. They're putting him under a lot of pressure, you know. Clock's down to eight seconds, and Plummer's going to have to take the three. Gives herself some room, stepped outside the arc and knocked down the three. She's shown some stuff tonight, and, I, and as I said earlier, I think she'll be a player in this league. So Definitely. Pete Sinclair at the top of the key. Ooh, look good from here, but just a little to the right. So it goes back into Sydney's hands. Watman now in transition, drives into the key to Plummer again. Rattles around and drops, so Plummer getting a feel for it. Coach Graff wants to have a talk about it. Still well in command. Canberra up 63 to 44. But uh, Sydney just trying a few new tricks to try to claw their way back into the game. What do you do if you are Sydney, Michelle? You're down by 19 now. Game's running out. Well, really haven't made an inroad since half time. Well, no, they haven't, and they still don't look comfortable. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, Karen Dalton will be thinking about they've got to back up tomorrow night. Certainly, I'd be thinking about now. If Apiaki's not back out here now, that you wouldn't be playing her against this, again this game. You'd be sitting and icing her, hopefully, for tomorrow night for them to get some time, time. And look, honestly, I mean, you know, 19 points is quite a deficit, but there's still another quarter to go, so anything could happen, but it's a big ask against a team of the calibre of Canberra, who have so many players that can, you know, just step on and score, and defensively, you know, they can, they can grind it up. I think, though, that, you know, the things that Karen Dalton will be focusing on is, is what she wants to achieve will be small goals, things like, you know, defensively we'll do X and offensively we're going Look to execute the ball, this yeah. and we're going to... These are our goals. We've got 15 minutes of basketball, 13 minutes of basketball left and we will achieve this in these 13 minutes, so... Nat Hurst explodes out of the timeout, brings the ball down, 45, kicks it out to Bibby. Bibby over to Tolo, Tolo to Pereira. Sinclair drives in, fouled. Patochi, I think. Patochi picks up her second, I think. It's her second personal, and that was just pure foot speed. Pereira was uh, too quick beater on the first step, and she had to hold her to slow her down. Bibi looks to penetrate, finds Hurst in the corner, back to Pereira at the point. Pull up, jump shot at the foul line, unable to make it. Looks to rebound hard, but uh, forced the contact, and uh, Sydney will have the ball from the sideline. Pereira picks up her second personal. She's aggressive, Pereira. She really, you she know, contests the ball yeah. hard and 
sometimes. Doesn't matter if there's someone in the way or not. <laughs> Lewis with the ball. Bringing it up against Bibby. Forcing it to the corner. Patochi on the 45. Up to Plummer at the point. Podo with the ball in her hands. We're setting a lot of ball screens for Podo and it's working for him. She finds Plummer Plum off the, the head screen. Nice, nice job, yeah. Plummer's really starting to flourish here. She is, she's starting to find her way. So that's good to see. Good signs for Sydney. Hurst to Bibby in the corner for the three. Oh, oh dear. She goes down. She stood on someone's foot. Bit unlucky, yeah. Just yeah. stood on Plummer's foot as she tried to drive faster. Price with the ball, unable to knock it down in the short race jump shot. Tolo rebounds, gives it to Hurst, pushing the ball up the floor. No one defending her. Oh, oh goes all the way. Unable to make it, but they come back up with the ball and they'll get a new 24. Pereira now at the top of the key moves right to the 45, down to the baseline to Hurst. She dribbles high to the 45. Bibby back out to Bibby. She turns, shoots. Non-preferred side to the left-hander, but still almost dropped it. Just rattled around and now it's Poto. Plummer with the rebound. Poto brings it up, kicks it wide to Lewis on the right hand side. She drops it back into Plummer. It's really Plummer and Poto. You want the ball in their hands. Reverse it this time. Plummer <laughs> passes it to cutting Poto at the baseline and they score. 15 points now. The margin. So Sydney making another run. Pereira flicks it to Bibby. Back out to Hurst. Back down to Bibby. She gets herself some room in the paint. Oh. Little running, typical Jess Bibby. Not the highest percentage shot in the world, but she makes it happen. Two more points. Sydney are making a run, but um, not to take away from what they're doing, but the Canberra group, the group is on, is the, on the floor. floor absolutely. It's not the strongest and haven't had a lot of time playing together. As Patochi makes a nice little lay-in and gets Got the score back to 15. One so starter out there for the Capitals at the 65, moment. 65-50, Canberra lead. One minute to go in the third quarter. Pereira with the ball on the 45, looking to feed it inside. Kicks Ooh. it across to Bibby on the cut action to the going to the basket. She forces it up. Not a good she choice. For the foul there I as think well, so. I think so. I think so. Poto pushes down the floor. Patochi finds Lewis in the left-hand corner. A bit of bit of pushing going on inside, and Patochi uh, does a good job and goes strong to the basket and finishes off. It's back to 13 points. 13 points. Now Hurst wants to slow things down. Got a feeling I know what the starting five will be for the Capitals at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Tolo with the that's five feet above the, the free throw line. Oh. Just missed the shot. Lewis passes a price and hit price in the back of the head. She wasn't expecting it. They get it over into the front court. Poto with the ball now. They want to run out the clock. Ten seconds left in this quarter. Chance for them to get to ten points. The shot is short from Poto. She goes in. Clears out. Follow. No foul, but... Three quarter time. The Capitals 65 are leading Sydney 52. A great run there by the Flames. Afiaki's back. She looks like she's limping to me. Looking very proppy on that right knee. Is that the knee that she was out with a lot of time for last, se- last season? Not Simon. certain, but she's had certainly knee drama. Yeah. Certainly was a knee, and uh, she's looking very proppy back out there on the floor. So, not sure. Well, Karen Dalton has got her sitting on the bench there, like she's going to be starting. So, I'm assuming that they will make their play in, the, in this last quarter. And, you know, now that the score's back to 13, 
points. It's a different composition, you know. When it was sitting out, and I think it was 21 at one point, uh, you'd be thinking twice about whether you'd put it back out there. But 13 point deficit, particularly when you know the way that a, a Poto can shoot the ball from the perimeter, and, and certainly Lindsay Plummer's starting to show that she knows how to score as well. So wait and see what happens there. So three-quarter time, you're listening to the Australian Defence Force, WNBL on sportradio.com.au. Here we go, the fourth quarter underway, Nat Hurst with the ball. We looked at the score from last week in the Adelaide-Sydney game, and Sydney were down by 16 at three-quarter time, so they're certainly capable of coming back. Tracy Beattie, though, the start the Capitals wanted. That's They've right. gone back with their starting five, so it's Hurst, yeah. Abrams, Portolo in, sorry. Muscle White. Muscle White's out there. Bishop is sitting still. So, Afiaki's back out on the floor for Sydney. Watman, the ball, finds Price. Nice feed Afiaki inside. And she finishes off with a good, strong layup. Oh, Hurst is... uh, Oh, uh, wow. I'm not convinced that there was a lot of contact in that one, but... uh, But Nat did a very good job to pull it up, but... She uh, did, uh, Stopped as quickly as she starts, I think, on that occasion. Never mind. Okay. Sydney with the ball. Watman at the point. Hurst looking to put her under some pressure. She's pulled up. Afiaki with the ball on the perimeter. She's got the matchup. Beattie's got the matchup on her. She's looking to drive hard. Oh, Beattie called on the foul. Uh, Afiaki is hurting. I would not be. I don't know if I'd be risking it, knowing her history and. The drama she has had with, with injuries. You saw her on that drive, she pulled up really sore. She is definitely proppy on that right knee, and I guess, you know, you've got to trust your players to some extent, though. I mean, uh, certainly, I'm sure Dolph, you know, probably said to her, Are you okay to go, Eva? And she misses the first free throw. You can see it in the, when she bends the shoot as well. It just yeah. doesn't look good. I'm assuming it's a knee. I mean, I don't know whether she got a corky or what, yeah. but it looks like it's, it's a right knee. Leg. <laughs> it's certainly the right leg. Perth bringing the ball back up the floor. Getting the team organised. This zone from Sydney is looking much more active and aggressive, so that's a good first sign for him. Kicks it across the muscle wide on the perimeter, looks to drive, kicks forward, reverse the ball across the court. Back to Hurst at the point. Inside to Beattie in the post. She works against the... Oh, nice. Great job. Very nice. Step around move there. Canberra looking a little more tentative to shoot as they than they have all games so far. But back out to 14 points now. Price flicks the ball to Plummer. Foot inside the three. Makes the shot. So... Plummer is on fire this second half. She's starting to show some range, so that's very good. Tolo underneath with the putback. Muscle wipe and a little quick feed in there. Tolo makes a drop, so Canberra answering everything that Sydney's throwing at them at the moment. It's still a 14-point game, 71-57 with eight minutes and two seconds left. Watman now well outside the three. Passes it, and Muscle wipe with the steal. Oh, She's fouled on the way to the basket. She'll go to the line. So Watman picks up only her first personal. Just quickly, I had a look at the three-quarter time stats that have just come across the uh, bench here, and we've got Capitals are still dominating on the boards, 34 to 19. Interestingly, the turnover count's the same, 12 apiece, and points in the paint. There's been a big uh, 
change in that. Capital was still leading 34, but to 26, so Flames did a good job there, and I think that was largely due to probably Plummer and Patachi. Definitely. So Muscle White makes the free throws. It's still a 15-point game now. Watman with the ball on the right-hand side, kicks it over to Afiaki, almost broken up there by Tracy Beattie. Afiaki turns and shoots, nails a shot. So she's getting it done. She might be in a bit of pain, but she's still doing the job. Abrams now with the ball. Beattie at the top of the key, dribbles into the free throw nice line, drops pass. it into Tolo. Tolo gets the rebound, gets the basket and just drops it in. Good work for Tracy Beattie. They stepped off her, so she penetrated at the foul line, drew to D and dumped it inside to her other big. Afiaki going to work. And again, Maybe the new Ibra That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Taking the ball hard to the basket and converting. Capitals lead 74-61. Seven minutes to go in the third. Speedy goes to pull up and takes the short-range jumper. Doesn't make it, but Abrams comes up with an offensive board. Muscle White on the perimeter. Finds Abrams in the corner for the three. Can't convert it. And Poto with a big rebound and Tolo comes over the top and uh, fouls her in the act. Just not looking as, as comfortable now. Abby Bishop coming back on for the Caps. It's a big test for her, big show of that maturity that we've been talking about. That's She's right. got four fouls. She needs to come out here and... Well, she uh, should be used to playing with a lot of fouls. She did it <laughs> for the first and second season of her career, so um, hopefully she can play with the fouls again. <laughs> She did now needs to play six and a half minutes with That's four right. fouls, so let's see how she does. Poto with the ball, flicks it to Patachi for the three. Wild looking shot. Didn't look good, did it? No, nah, didn't even hit the ring. Hurst brings the ball up the floor, finds Bishop inside, puts it to the ground, kicks it back out to Muscle White, repost. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, that's... Good call there, Poto. Um, the, the pass from Muscle White, Tracy Beattie needed to, to adjust and move and just a little push in the back there from Afiaki. It's her fourth personal. She's doing great things for him at the moment, so we'd hate to see her get out of the game. Nat Hurst fakes the three, drives to below the free throw line, rattles around, doesn't drop for anyone. Landed on the floor through about five or six sets of hands. Eventually rolls over the baseline. It's going to be a Capitals ball, new 24. Kel Abrams gives herself some room out to Nathurst. Flicks it to Muscle White into Bishop. Muscle White on the drive on a non preferred right hand side. Drops it back into Bishop in the high post. She dribbles, gets into space, puts up a not a great shot, but Kel Abrams with the offensive Giving glass. up too many offensive boards. You know, these guys are sitting in a zone and the Capitals are just reeling in offensive boards. Not what you want to have happen. Bishop with the ball at the top, finds Abrams, penetrates hard, nice knocks try. it down. Yeah, that, that'll be good for Kelly to give her a little bit of confidence. She's probably not had the best night out by her standards offensively, but certainly defensively, she's done a particularly good job on Poto. Always rock solid defensively, no matter what she does on the Come other her end. again for three. Oh, oh rolls in, in and, and out. out. In and out. Heartbreaker. Right. <laughs> Hurst comes up with it, pushes it hard down the floor, pulls it out. Canberra just trying to, to get that transition that really hurt Sydney early in the game. Wild shot that time from Bishop. Sydney come away with the ball. They're in transition. Ooh, wild pass from Poto, but Afiaki reeled it in. Watman now going to drive against Bishop. Smart move. Bishop on four fouls. Okay. Has to back off, and Watman gets the roll. 
smart Ruth to take it at her and smart move by Abby Bishop to just let it go. Absolutely. <laughs> Tracy Beattie now drives in. No foul. Well, Offensive foul. They've called a charge. Well, not sure about, about that, one. that one, but, you know, so be it. Uh, Karen Dalton's called a timeout. She wants to have a chat about this. 13 points for, oh, five minutes to go, 4.58 to go. 13 point deficit. It's probably, you know, it's not um, out of reach, but, you know, Get they me. really need to start to put a dent in it right about now. And they've got the players that can do that. I mean, Afiaki has certainly shown what she can do. However, having said that, it doesn't look like in this timeout she's going to be coming out to play. It looks like it'll be Toto Plummer, uh, Lewis, Whatman. Shields and Watman. So um, Afiaki's going to take a breather by the looks of things. So, But, you know, you've got Poto who can knock down the big three and make the big play. And uh, certainly, you know, you never know, uh, Plummer as well seems to be able to shoot the ball from range as well as take it inside. So Capitals will probably go back to pretty much, I think, their starting group. I'd be surprised if... Uh, they have much different on the floor coming out of this break and they'll just be looking to I imagine crank up their defense another notch force Sydney into some errors and, and get out and get some transition game happening again for them I was wrong Muscle White's taken a rest and Bibby's coming in so it's uh, Bibby Abrams uh, Hurst Beatty and Bishop Having said that, you know, Bibby's a genuine starter in this league as well it's just happens to be the way that the rotations run Poto with the ball for Sydney, brings it up, they're down by 13, 76-63, 4 minutes 50 left in the game, flicks it over to Plummer, goes left to Watman, she drives, pulled up by Nat Hurst, good, good defence, bit of a wild pass, kicked it out, Plummer, back inside, Tracy oh. Beattie had to foul her, yes. wasn't going to give her the easy layup, so not a tough foul, but just a reach in, Tracy Beattie picks up her fourth, so that. Uh, could be a big moment in this game as well. That's right. And look, Poto and Plummer in particular are starting to get some real We're understanding gel, under, yeah. um, out there on the floor. So that's good to see. They're setting some really good screen action and playing two-man plays for each other. So, uh, you know, that's some promising signs for Sydney. And, you know, knock this one down and... Um, As she does. So yep, it's a 12-point game. 12-point ball game. 4.34 to go. Capitals leading. Sydney Bishop. appear have gone oh. back to man-to-man deep. Oh, nice block, Plummer. Got a big block on Tracy Beattie. Strip away. Molly Lewis almost fouled uh, Tracy Beattie there. Watman gets the corner. open three. It doesn't drop. Jess Bibby gets the rebound, kicks it up to Matt Hurst. Caps in transition. Matt just slows things up, kicks it over to Bibby. Back to Hurst. Through to Kel Abrams on the left-hand side. Drops it back to the middle to Bishop. One foot inside, puts up a shot, rattles Beattie around, doesn't board. drop. Beatty, big board and a huge basket. That's right. At this, this point in the game, that is a big play from Tracy Beatty. Plummer's in trouble in the backcourt. She's pulled the ball up and, uh, yeah. Backcourt violation. Great defense from the Caps. Yeah. And that's just good defensive pressure, which forced, you know, forced Plummer to pick up the ball. Pick up the ball and then they just got in the lanes and she had no options, so... Hurst with the ball, offensive end, looking to feed it inside. Bishop at the point, finds it, kicks it on to Abrams, steps through, back out to Hurst into Bibby on the corner for the three. Can't make it, but it's another offensive board to the Capitals. Valuable that time being that eaten hurts. up too. 
Bibby into Beatty in the post. Looks to curl cut. Bibby thought she was fouled there. <laughs> that what the look that on the face. Look. That's exactly <laughs> right. Pato with the ball. Abrams is pressuring her. They slow her down. She kicks it to Watman on the 45. Oh, Shields on a nice strong cut. Oh, she did well to Fern and, and get it. that shot up. And she finished it well, so, I you think, know. Uh, Capitals have not shown her any respect tonight. No, they really haven't. left her alone mm-hmm. under the basket. And, I mean, uh, you know, this late in the game, too, she scored a couple of baskets for them. She's that's, got eight points now. That's, that's exactly right. You've got to stay focused. And that's the thing that can happen. You can focus on the so-called franchise players. The plumbers the and photos and the Exactly. And, yeah. and, and if you don't do the job, I mean, these girls all play National League. They've got to be able to have some game. And yeah. uh, if you don't do the job on all of them, you're going to struggle. And they should know Kira Shields. She's a kid who was a, you know, in the All the local girls would have played with her or against her. her. That's yeah, right. So. And in, when the Capitals, when she was in the squad here, you know. So, yep. uh, anyway, Hurst on the 45. Kicks it into Beattie in the paint. Pulls up short. Back out to Hurst. Oh, Beattie comes up with a hand on the rebound situation. Oh, man. Damien Nemeth has made no friends here tonight with a couple of controversial calls. I asked Damien in the race on the way down the race into the stadium tonight if he'd had any pre-season games and he said yes, but um, you wouldn't know it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy Beattie there with the rebound, Plummer just looking a bit tired now, she's really taking the team on the shoulders and and running through her and Alicia Poto. Nat Hurst now on the 45, just gets it in. Bishop just dribbles off her own foot there, great defensive pressure from plumber to force her into that situation. That's right. So it's a 11 point game, 78-67, 2 minutes 26 remaining. Things are starting to just slip away for Sydney. They've really got to pull, you think, something pretty special out in the next minute or so. Absolutely. At least a couple of stops. You've got to, I mean, you know, out of this, uh, you might mix up your defence, I think. They've got to sort of generate some quick um, possession for themselves. So, you know, I don't know what Zolf, you know, has up her sleeve, but she may well try to uh, mix up the defence and let it happen. I'm sure Graffy will be talking to the guys down that under the floor, so ready to be prepared for that to happen, for the defensive pressure to come and to, and to not, um, you know, to ride with it rather than try and fight it. So, uh, you know, good camp players have a great deal of experience out there and they probably too at the same time they'll crank up their defense and try and shut it down are being given no easy look players for Sydney that they'll be looking to go to are your podos and your and your plumber obviously and Afiaki's still sitting so I'm assuming that knee ain't so good. Nah she's probably out for the game because now it's time like we said this is a the next minute or so Sydney really needs to make a hard tilt at this if they're going to win Plummer with the ball top of the three hands it off to Poto Poto's got Abrams defending her little runner forward doesn't drop Bishop with the rebound just (laughs) Hurst pushing the ball down the floor kicks it to Abrams on the 45 back to Hurst in the point Abrams in the 45 into Beattie in the post back out to the point good feed inside to Bishop there from that Plummer with the foul had to go with her and try to take away that shot just good offensive execution there Canberra were very patient they fed the ball inside kicked it back outside got some ball reversal and found the open player in the paint you know and uh, just solid execution there oh Abby misses the first 
full time in the Adelaide Lightning Spirit game Lightning 97 defeated the Spirit 65 Jess Foley 32 points yes lighten it up obviously Phoebe makes sorry Bishop makes the second and uh, Canberra sending their lead and putting a lot of defensive pressure in the backcourt on Toto Toto dishes it off to Plummer she drives nice hard Plummer yeah she's Just starting to safe. show her wares isn't she so good to see so it's a 10 point ball game now Bibby with the ball to Canberra, over to Beattie at the top of the key, feeds it into Bishop in the post. A lot of traffic there, doesn't drop. Plummer with the rebound. Sydney bringing it down through Watman. Nothing going. Plummer with the three. Oh, oh doesn't drop. Oh, Sydney with the offensive. Watman kicks it out to Poto for three. She'll knock it down. Ouch. Scrappy wants a timeout. Absolutely. It's a seven point ball game. Seven 79 points. plays 72. With a minute 20, we talked about them needing to make that run. They've closed that gap by six points. They have. Since that last time out. That's right. And the other factor that's at play here now is Canberra sitting in the uh, five fouls for the quarter. So, you know, any time they foul, they're going to send Sydney to the line. And uh, the bonus points, uh, sorry, you know, make points in dead time is a nice way to close a gap. So they'll have to play smart and... See what happens, and I'm sure you know Dolls will be talking to them. They'll be very aware of that fact, and they'll be looking to you know get some mileage out of going to the foul line. I'd assume. If you camber here, you really make sure all your offensive possessions count. Yeah, ideally, I guess you want to use up as much of the clock as you can, but also ensuring that you, you score. That's right, and it's a real balance between using the time that you have available on the clock and not going negative offensively. Yep. You've still got to stay aggressive and positive. So, you know, a quick... Right now we've got, what is it, Canberra ball, is it? That's right, Canberra ball. And, uh, so you know, no changes to either lineup. No, 120 to go, 79-72 Canberra lead. Sydney for the first time tonight are in full court defensive pressure. Nat Hurst has the ball, Watman defending her. She gets it over fairly easily. Drops it into Tracy Beattie. Kel Abrams cuts through at the free throw line. A couple of steps. Easy layup. Just experience there. Poto now pushes up in transition. Kicks it over to Plummer. Plummer drives in. Pulls up. Oh, tried to dump it. The Offensive foul in the end. Tried to dump it into a cutting Molly Lewis. And I think it was Beattie who stepped up and got that ball. Yeah, and... And that's Plummer's fifth. Plummer's fifth. That's unfortunate because they probably need her. She's had a really good outing. I've been really impressed with the way that she's, um, you know, played this game. She's done a very good job for him and then got better and better as the game went on and had quite a big ask, you know. She's sort of her and Afiaki are their two sort of genuine bigs, I guess. And Afiaki went out with that knee and played a lot of minutes and really come alive during the game. Nathurst with the ball, brings it up, flicks it over left to Abrams, still at the 45, kicks it into the mid post to Beattie. Kel Abrams gets a bump from Watman, no foul call. Nathurst with a shot, Bishop with the rebound, but she's fouled by Patochi. Pretty agricultural there too, just really went for the big hack. And that'll be the uh, fifth, fifth team foul, I think, too, for Sydney. So that'll that advantage goes that we were talking that's about. That's right. So that'll put Bishop on the line. She nails these two. There's only 39 seconds left to go in this game. 81-72, the Capitals uh, are up. So I think this is the Capitals' win, but 
Bishop doesn't make the first. A little, little um, unsettled on that free throw. She really wanted to just get it out of the... <laughs> push it up. A little bit more relaxed on that second one, and she makes it. So the Capitals up by 10. 39 seconds left in the game. Patochi with the ball now for Sydney. Brings it through. Gives it over to Watman. Valuable seconds ticking the way. Poto now with the ball. Drives to the free throw. Pulls up. Nails the shot. Probably a bit of too little too late though. Inbound ball. Musselwhite to Hurst. Hurst brings it over. Through to Musselwhite. They're just going to wind the clock down. There's only a three second differential. It's going to shot clock on the game clock. She's been fouled. So now it's a new 24 for the Capitals. Yeah, she'll go, has to go to the line because it's the 10 situation. Yep. So. We're in the bonus. Uh, Lauren Jensen coming in and onto the game for Cal uh, Abram. Her first time in a National League game, looking in the, uh, in the league. One of the Canberra juniors has been brought into the group. Patochi bringing the ball up, looking to drive hard, finds Potts out on the line, but... Uh, offensive, Patochi just was not again. stopping. Nathurst took that one, she's looking a little, a little shaken. Gets her, has to readjust the headband. <laughs> That's probably, what, the second or third time that uh, Sydney's turned the ball over that way, just coming down the stretch. Jensen with the ball on the perimeter, looking to drive, finds Hurst in the corner, kicks it into Beattie on a nice little pass. Had to get fouled, I think it was Martin there or Lewis. Yep, Molly Lewis picks it up. Beattie will go to the line. Oh, this is the Beattie first makes one. The first. Back out to 10 points, two seconds left in the game. He's going through the motions now. Canberra have weathered the storm and been able they to ride it out. Russell White with an off, almost with an offensive board. Game over. Canberra Capitals 84, Denise Sydney playing 74. In what, at one stage there, Simon, we thought it was going to be a complete blowout. But, uh, it really looked like it halfway through that second quarter. So yeah. I think Capitals were up by 24 at one stage. Exactly, yeah. And I think really it was, you know, Poto and Plummer were fantastic tonight for uh, Sydney. They really just, you know, they, as the game wore on, you could see that the chemistry started to happen for them. And Plummer certainly showed some of her wares. And probably unfortunate that Afiaki was injured yeah, there. Yeah, you can't help thinking how, how they might have kept that role going if Afiaki could have stayed out there. But, That's uh, right. I guess it's the second week of the season. You've got to think about the big picture. And that's exactly right. And I think, you know, 10 points, that's a good win, solid win for Canberra. Um, they did take their foot off the pedal. They played some combinations that probably weren't their strongest combinations for good, solid minutes during that game as well. So 10-point win's reasonable. I guess we'll come back in a little bit and talk about, talk through the stats. You're listening to the Australian Defence Force WNBL on sportradio.com.au. Well, the full-time score... Capitals 84, defeated Sydney Flames 74, looking through the Capitals' 
box score. Michelle Musselwhite with 15 points. Abby Bishop with 15. Jess Bibby with a very quick 14. I think she only played 20 minutes, so uh, really racked them up pretty hard. Talk about the uh, the rebound count. Nat Hurst, yeah, just pointing that out. Michelle, she had a, a very nice opening game for her full-time starter. Absolutely, and you look at Bishop, she got 15 and actually she got 13 boards as well, so again, you know, that's really good output, and that's in 27 minutes. She did sit for a long time in that second half. Most of that third quarter, and most of the fourth. Yeah. In the first half of the fourth as well. And look at Muscle White's shooting percentage there. 86% from the field. She went 6 of 7 for the game. So uh, pretty impressive there. Certainly the case. But pretty stellar result there for the Capitals. They'd be very happy with those um, results there. Looking at the Sydney stats, Poto with 21 uh, 60% from behind the arc, which was great work from her. 40 minutes. She played the entire game, uh, you know, and she had some difficult, def- uh, you know, defensive matchups for the whole night between Abrams, Hurst, Bibby, and Herrera. You know, it's a tough ask. She, she was fantastic for him. She can't hear that siren either way. I yeah, think. That's uh, right. Plummer, 35 and a half minutes, so big yeah. minutes for her as well. She uh, ended up with 21 points as well. But the, uh, the rebound count for the game, we just go to the, uh, the stat leaders, 44 to 24. Yes, yeah, matched on the boards, and uh, I don't know what the, was the offensive, com- defensive comparison, but certainly there were times there when, uh, you know, Sydney seemed to be getting somewhere back into it, and then Capitals had just come up with one or two offensive boards, and they're heartbreakers, so... Yes, that, that point to the paint you were talking about earlier on, that really evened out. 48 to Canberra, 36 yeah. to Sydney, and Canberra were flogging them in the first half. Absolutely, they were, you know, quite a bit stronger than that. And so, you know, it's all, when you look at the turnovers are fairly even, you know, assists are fairly even. It's really the work done on the boards, and I guess, um, you know, just the dominance in the paint was uh, pretty telling in the end. Considering how badly, I'm just going back to see if we have the the first quarter stats, how badly Sydney shot in that first quarter. They actually ended up beating Canberra in shooting percentage, 45% to 44 over the, the course of the game. That's so. right. I think they were shooting at 11% in the first quarter. Yeah, 11% they were shooting in the first quarter. At the uh, halftime break, they'd raised that to 31. So. It's a, a concerning stat for Coach Grass on the free throw count for Canberra. 13-22. That's not good. Nine shots missed. Uh, Sydney much better at 11 of 15, but uh, you know, so both teams obvious errors, uh, obvious areas where they can improve their performances. But uh, you know, at the end of the end, end of the day, like they say, a, a win's a win, and uh, Sydney getting a bit of a rep now for, for coming back after they after are. looking down and out in the middle of games. But um, Canberra, yeah, as you mentioned, go to three and zip. They'll be feeling good. We saw Adelaide knock over uh, Bendigo tonight. So uh, a couple of other games coming up this weekend. If we've got those handy, Michelle, we've got, um, of course, tomorrow night Sydney have to back up against DAIS. Dandenong and Logan, the new Queensland franchise. And that's down in Launceston. Down in Launceston, um, that's right. A home game for Dandenong, that one is. Yeah, we listened to Kristen Veal on the WNBL podcast. She was hoping for a bit of uh, almost a home ground advantage. She plays ABA down there in the off-season, so... Um, She's hoping that uh, some of the fans from her ABA team will 
come out and cheer them on down there. That's right. And then uh, Logan back up against Bulleen on the Sunday and uh, Perth are in Bendy, uh, sorry, Bendigo are over in Perth on Sunday as well. So still a lot of basketball to go this round and uh, a lot of games to be played. So next week, uh, no games here in Canberra. So we'll get another weekend off. And uh, But yeah, as we mentioned, tomorrow night, AIS training hall at 7pm. The AIS will host Flames. It'll be interesting to see how they back up after a, a, a tough game. But, you know, regardless of the score, pretty physical and pretty tough. We'll see if he be Afiaki. Well, yeah. for Eva, who was injured, obviously, but also big minutes out of Plummer and uh, Poto. But I hate to say it, I think they're going to have to get used to it and they're just going to have to learn to play large minutes. Poto knows how to do that, we know that. So, uh, and I think that'll be Plummer's role as well. Yeah, definitely a, a new role for her because last season she had, that, I guess, that option of being able to bring in Kristen Veal, uh, either start them together or Veal being able to take up that ball carrying. Watman's looking good, but she's... Not a Kristen Veal. Not a Kristen Veal, no. You know, she, she will struggle against some of the better guards in the league. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they pull up tomorrow night. Well, thanks for joining us here on sportradio.com.au. Live here from the AIS Arena, where the Canberra Transact Capitals, 84, have defeated the Sydney Flames, 74. You're listening to the Australian Defence Force, WNBL. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, this is Simon Peters saying good night and thanks for listening.